Yeah. You're living by day. <laughs> we all live by day. Yep. yep. Lucky all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm gripping. Oh, we're live. <laughs> I got your first. I, I, I figured you were halfway through that. How do I get rid of this? Go away. All right. So, what's the title on this, some bitch? Oh, American Joe. Oh, I like that. It's not quite the American flag, but it is the Chicago flag, so it's not. It works. Oh, no, 100% the American dream is not dead. No, and, and a lot of people <laughs> think it is just because. So, 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 spoiler alert, we don't disagree on this. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't understand how you can believe that the American dream is dead. Well, I think people misconstrue the definition. They think, oh, it's you gotta be success. I mean, like you gotta have a big house. You have to have nice cars. You have to have barbecues in your weekend. You know, you have to. You get. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Have you have to have, to have, have your have iPhone. A, yeah, you have to have your iPhone. You gotta have everything. But listen, listen. Just if the iPhone, to- if the iPhone is the American dream, it is definitely not dead. Right. <laughs> And all right, we're good to go now. I just wanted to get my live chat up. I know you're paying attention to it too. So, but anyway, welcome everybody. Welcome back. I want this fucking bar gone. Is it? Is I can die. I We all live by dying here. Hey, I feel like uh. King of the Hill with this uh this background. I know it's very it's appropriate. It is appropriate. Considering we're talking Um see, you know, well, I guess it's audio. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. We're good. I sound good. We're good. I sound good. We sound fantastic. Fanny banana. Oh, so where were we? Um, well, that that's right. We're talking about the American dream. Dusty Rose. Like one person out there is like, huh? What are you talking about? We're talking about the American dream. The son of a plumber. The <laughs> yeah, Mario. Um, so like, like I was saying, you know, I think people misconstrue the definition. When, I mean... It's really whatever definition you want it to be because that's technically what the American dream is. It's what you want it to be. You know, I mean, if you if you want to have a, a successful business and run it and whatnot, you know, and that's your dream. I mean, that's there you go. But if you just want to have a family and just be able to provide, that's your American dream. It's not. It's not. It it is it is one. subjective. Yeah, it's very yeah. subjective. I would like to put forth a concrete definition though. Um, and that being the You're American dream, someone's concrete definition. No, no, no. You'll, you'll understand why I say it's a concrete definition here in a second. So to me, the American dream is being able to achieve whatever sort of life you want to without being impeded by basically the government or circumstances beyond your control, because let's be real. 
if your goals are realistic and by realistic, I don't mean probable. I just mean like can actually fucking happen. Like it's within the realm of possibility. Um, the only thing stopping you, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's probably going to be very difficult, but no one is stopping you from achieving your hopes, dreams, whatnot. It's all possible in the United States. No one is stopping you. If someone's stopping you, it's you. 100%. Or you're into some illegal shit. And just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then somebody might, somebody might be stopping. Not, not if you kill them first. Plus. So even then, even then, nobody can stand in front of your American dream. Not even, well, no, not really. Not if you're willing to off somebody. <laughs> yeah. But we're talking about the legal <laughs> American dream. You know, I mean, of course, we'd probably get some hate because they'd call us, you know, two white guys talking about you can do whatever you want. Oh, okay, so in response to that, though, I'm going to, I'm going to quote Andrew Tate real quick because he says I've heard him say this numerous times. He's like, if you have a black billionaire and a white billionaire in a room together, do you think they're talking about race? No, and it doesn't matter where in the world they're from either. Those bitches are talking about money. They're talking about money. And they're probably laughing at all the people that are running around. Because, I mean, that's that's one of the biggest distractions of the 21st century. Um, uh, I'm not going to say every every single one I've ever noticed, but um, most uh, most rich black males tend to be conservative unless they're in media. Well, rich people on average tend to be tend to lean more conservative. There's a few exceptions, but I, I wonder why I, because they want to keep well, their money. Well, I'm willing to bet though that some of those wealthy people that claim to be liberal, again, I bet if you get them in a closed door behind closed Garrett doors, fucking T, Garen fucking T, yeah. they spit some conservative fucking value or something because they want to keep their money at least fiscally conservative, not exactly. necessarily socially conservative. You'd be like, but, oh, I believe in this. But if you do this to me, I don't believe in that anymore. So well, that's that's the M O of the Democrats. You know, the rules are for thee, not for ye. I don't know if this is true, but um, apparently me, not ye. I the, said the rules are for thee, not for. <laughs> I got you, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> the rules sure. are for thee, not for me. I messed that up. The uh, Biden admin is uh, in talks of uh, starting to drill on public lands again for oil. Oh, gee, you're only a couple years too late. But uh, they have to. I mean, and on top of that, did you hear that the, uh, I mean, this this has everything to do with money and the American dream because uh, certain people in charge are seeking to destroy it. I don't care what anyone says. That's what it, fucking, that's what it looks like to me. They're, they're seeking well, to destroy what's, it. Well, what's, because what's the best way to protect your status above is to destroy, to make it even more difficult for anybody else to get there. Because yeah. there's this... There's this very misguided notion that money, not money, that's not the right word, that wealth is a scarce resource. It's scarce, no, it's scarce because it's difficult. And by difficult, I mean you can't just wake up and generate money. No. But it's not scarce. There is... It takes practice and perseverance and dedication, like all the above. And just, I mean, honestly, it's... I'm amazed at how I shudder to say the word easy, but how not difficult it is to make money, especially right now, 
Because, like, yeah, there's inflation, but... Making money and making wealth are a little different, though. Well, but let's... Uh, so we'll get to wealth, but wealth <clears throat> wealth is difficult, but it gets easier over time Yeah, as you accumulate more. Because you and I have talked about this off-air several times. The hardest part was the initial, like... The, the hardest house you will ever buy is the first one. Dude, because after nothing oh, true. my second one was a nightmare well it, I, it, I mean it, it wasn't the buying process it, it was selling a house and buying a house and, yes i'm and, talking purely yeah. purely financially yeah because that's the one where you have to save for the down payment and save for depending on the market you may or may not have to have money set aside for the closing costs uh but once you have your first one as long as you don't as long as you're not completely stupid or the market doesn't pull an 08 which I mean, theoretically, the only people that were adversely affected by that were the ones that got mortgages they couldn't afford in the first place. Now, this is exactly where I'm going with the American dream. Uh, this is perfect to your uh, your what you're talking about right now. So, actually, with what you said, with having to save up for a down payment and everything like that, most people get FHA nowadays. You know, when they get a, I mean, a you loan. still you, correct. You still need a down payment, but it's significantly lower. No. In the in Indiana, if you make less than one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, we have a wonderful thing called a grant, and you can get a down payment deferment. And the thing is, if you stay in the house for three years, the deferment is gone, and it's completely paid for. It is uh, Indiana Department Housing K C A or something like that, or I uh, I D blah blah blah. And that uh, must it's, that it's, must not have been around when I bought my first house. Been around for ten years. Oh well, well shit. Most Hold realtors don't know I, about it. Well, then my realtor clearly didn't know about it. And, so, and uh, <laughs> of course the uh, um, the loan officers they don't they're not gonna. Say oh, it. they're they're not gonna say it. But like, so at least in Indiana, Indiana, I don't know about the rest of the states. So. I'm just saying, like, I, if people would, say they, they can't buy a house, I'm like, yes, you can. You absolutely like, can. You just have to have a score of 640 uh, on your credit score. And I was like, if you don't have a good score, then you, I mean, I, I hate that we're ranked by credit scores. But at the same time, it shows it, if you are a uh, responsible individual. And they want responsible sense. individuals who are going to pay their mortgage. Sorry. 100%. I mean, I don't see why anyone has a problem with that. Like, banks, oh, they won't loan to me because I got three things on my thing. I'm like, duh. No, they won't loan to you because you don't pay your money back. Mm-hmm. It's not that. I, I mean, mean, it is hard it's, it's sometimes, not, but. It is especially. So, for anybody who may be thinking, it's like, oh, yeah, well, these guys, are, first of all, we're not rich. He's richer than me. <laughs> I'm cash poll. <laughs> oh, I'm cash bull right now. No, oh, I'm, 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 str I'm struggling at the moment. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Well, like, yeah, perfect, the, the market's the market's down for you. And I mean, yeah, full well, disclosure. My wife works. Yeah, full disclosure. I mean, if you did it properly, I have a negative net worth, but it's it's a very negative net worth. Do you have, you have a negative net worth? Yeah. Well, if you do it properly, so a true oh, net worth yeah, is yeah. your assets assets oh. minus your liabilities. Okay, I was gonna say. I'm definitely negative because my fucking house. Well, yeah, house, you, have house. A, you have a mortgage, yeah. <laughs> if you figure <laughs> that, yeah, if you figure that, you more than likely have a negative net worth. If you have a mortgage and any other debt, you probably have a negative net worth. Right. Um, that being said, because I can just hear it now, it's like, well, you know, you probably had it, like, 
I didn't have a rough upbringing, but it certainly wasn't like I'm not from a rich family and neither are you far from it. And <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you knew exactly where we both yeah. lived. Yeah, 100%. Like, we're not, and we didn't go to a great school. We went to an okay school, but it was public school. Oh, I, middle of our, fucking nowhere. Our school was awesome. The lunch, yeah, was, actually, lunch was so much better than anyone else's, and we only got one choice, and most times it was pretty fucking good. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't really have any complaints, but um, I, I think it's it's fair to say that you and I come from fairly humble beginnings. I mean, we weren't dirt poor, but we weren't we certainly weren't wealthy. I didn't really get a bunch of, I mean, I was, sorry, I was, uh, I was pretty spoiled, but I was also an only kid in the home. I'm not going to say only child, but only kid in the home for many years. I mean, you remember that. I yeah. Well, and we also, people. we also had lower expectations. Yeah. We played with this thing that kids don't really know about anymore called outside. <laughs> yeah. It was great. And it was free. Yeah. And it, was healthy no i well it is healthy what we chose to do outside it's not necessarily healthy we won't get into that though the famous famous words i could jump that far <laughs> was that me <laughs> oh i'm sure it was both of us it said probably oh. you I was or like say, i uh, remember <laughs> jumping off of a bridge onto uh just flat grass and it was at least like 15 feet and i remember ripping my pants you remember those uh parachute pants that everybody used to wear Dude, oh yeah I, I i don't know i don't think you were there but like yeah i heard about I that one a, i ripped the shit out of my pants but i, I landed like spider-man and it worked i'm telling you if you <laughs> jump if you jump well i don't know about in my current body but my <laughs> my teenage body i could jump <laughs> off high things and land like spider-man like and absorb the impact and I'd be fine. Oh, I know. We used to jump off my 13 foot roof all the time. Yeah, that was fun. And now I look up at that and I'm just like, ouch. Ooh. That's the thing though. We don't do it anymore. So therefore our bodies don't become accustomed to it anymore. It's like, it yeah, may, it, that's, that's true. I mean, because you know, the jarring, like when you do it now, you're like, Oh, you know, your body hurts really bad because it's, it's jarred so easily. But when you're a kid, you're used to being like that. You used to falling down all the time or doing shit. If I, if I, if I do it now, I would just kind of lay there for a little while. Just be like, do the whole like fingers and toes I'm test and my way up. I'd be like, all right, dad, I think I'm alive. Okay. I'm going to try to get up. Uh, anyway, um, well, I guess I can go in to just explain how I got my, because the first house I ever bought was in Fishers. Um, and I re-roofed it. Yes, you did. Well, I mean, I didn't personally, but I was there. <laughs> yeah, but re- get insurance, people. You yeah. probably have to, but, <laughs> um, says the guy who doesn't have health insurance, but anyway. What? Neither do you, do you? Yeah. Oh, well, fuck off. Rich motherfucker. No, I'm Indiana poor. <laughs> I'm, I'm Indiana poor dog. Indiana poor. Oh, so are you, on, are you on hip? Hell yeah. I didn't qualify for that shit. You should. I don't. I'll talk to you after the stream and, 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 and uh, figure out. I've, I've applied for it. Income limits. I've been denied. It's okay, so... 
Here's the we're going to segue here for a bit, but I will come back to the mortgage thing. So the number one piece of advice I can give anyone who wants to start a business is file as an LLC because at least then you get the benefits because here's what happens when a dumbass accountant tells you to file as an S corp when there's two of you. So what will happen is you get all the fucking cons of having an LLC and none of the perks. Are you an S corp? I thought you was an LLC. Yes. No, we're an S corp. And here's the fucked up thing. So I get a W-2 at the end of the year. So theoretically, if I'm applying for, say, a mortgage, I should be treated as any other W-2 employee. But as soon as they get wind of me having minority ownership and I have to go through this every single fucking time, if it's under 25%, it does not apply. I have had lawyers tell me this. I have had uh, lenders tell me this. But every time I talk to a fucking lender, they still ask for the fucking business tax returns too. And I have to fucking explain to them, no, it's under 25%. It doesn't fucking count. But they still fucking insist that I send them. And that doesn't benefit me because of the way, just the way the business is different. And it wouldn't benefit, it would benefit, it would benefit me from an income stance if we had like a, a high earning year. But that would work against me for income tax. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when you have S, it's not that you're hiding money, but a lot of people who have, because the way an S corp works is the corporation doesn't pay any taxes, income taxes at all. What happens is if you turn a profit that year, it gets distributed between the ownership, like based on your percentages. So if you own 50% of an S corp and that, S Corp made a $100,000 profit one year, you would get $50,000 added to your income on your taxes. As opposed to an LLC where the company pays taxes and you as an individual, if you make other money, you treat that like anything else. But as an LLC, the company pays taxes, but you can deduct everything. Hold like on. literally everything. As an S Corp. You're saying that the individuals can be sued? No. So it you're offers still protected you, under the... You're still protected, okay. but you're protected with an LLC as well. Okay. That's what but I'm saying. But you're screwed. Now, the S-Corp is valuable if you have like four or five partners. Then it makes a little bit more sense. <clears throat> but but if it's two. one or two people, if it's one or two people, just go LLC all the way. Go LLC. Go LLC. Because then, like... If, if I were applying for a mortgage and I own part of an LLC or all of an LLC, they'd still require the tax returns, but they're going to require them anyway. So I might as well get the tax benefit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I know. Yeah. You know, you know about that. Except I don't have an LLC yet, but Sasha has one. I think I am going to operate under hers once I get everything going or I may just do my own. I don't know. I mean, it's easy enough to do your own. Your taxes are going to be a little bit more complicated. Not really, than dude. Like, if, well, if, so if here's, you have an accountant, it's easy. Well, right, right. you got to have an accountant. That's what I mean. She decided but, to do it on her own, and it's a fucking headache, and I try to tell her. Oh, no. Just hire an accountant. That's what I was saying, because it's, like, it's like, what, 150 and I think it's like 250 but you deduct it. So you're not really paying for it. Yeah, you just deduct it. Like, you're year. paying for it, but you get it back the next year on your taxes. 
it's like do you actually get it back though because the thing yes is, if you yes because it's a business you don't expense get it back. it's oh a- well yeah i see what you're saying but if you're if you're doing well but anyway so the only reason i would suggest that you file your own llc is that if sasha's company ever got sued they could come after your shit that's yeah. why my my accountant told me uh because I and I need to do this. I haven't done it yet, but I need to. I need to uh, create an LLC just for uh, the rental side. I need to find out if I can use an LLC for my business, but have all my equipment to me, and technically I lease them somewhat I, to the business. So therefore, if something happens, they can't take my equipment. I bet you could. I almost guarantee I can. <laughs> I yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. The American well, so, dream. So, well, so here's the other thing you could do. And again, this is not illegal. If you had someone that you trusted and it looked like you were going to get into some trouble, you could sell the equipment to them and then they could lease it to you. <coughs> well, I mean, like most people would choose like a family member or yeah, a spouse or something, something not, probably not a spouse, but like, you know, but yeah, basically that's what you would do. And that's what people have to do every day because people are so happy and stupid. But yeah, you would you could sell you'd sell someone you trusted the equipment for like, and the thing is you don't even have to like make it look legit. It just has to be on paper. Like as long as there's a receipt, you're good. So you could literally sell someone all your equipment for twenty dollars. Yeah, it and you're matter. fine. It doesn't matter how much. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It could be a dollar. You just there has to be a bill of sale. I think to make it official, there has to be paperwork. Mm-hmm. And then they can't as long as it was under an LLC. Well, technically, not even then. It could be under you as an individual, and as long as you sell it, you're good. Yeah. So, kudos. All right. So back to the house story. So, the biggest one of the biggest complaints I see on social media is like, oh, you know, millennials aren't getting married, which that's a whole other thing. Uh, there are financial reasons, but the biggest one I see is like, I'm never going to own a house, and I'm always like. I want to argue right. with people because you absolutely can. Maybe like, yeah, if you live in California and you're waiting tables, you're probably not going to buy a house in California. Fucking move. Why are you still there? Yeah. Just the thing is, California, you have to be rich in order to live there. Fucking leave. Not everywhere in California. But not well, mm, just about. But I mean, if you're if if it's cheaper to live there, then chances are you don't want to live there. Right, but generally speaking, like California and New York are weird places. And I mean, don't tell me you can't. I mean, yeah, it's probably expensive. I don't know what the real estate market in Long Island is like, for example. But there are places. Well, I don't know. Long Island? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the real estate market is. But generally speaking, through most of the continental United States, if you want to buy a house, it is... It's possible, barring there are cities like I know real estate in Austin is super expensive, but you don't have to live in Austin, Texas. Like I know Miami is probably really expensive, but you don't have to live in Miami. I wouldn't want to live in Austin anyway. Yeah, I think that might be a little bit too busy for me. But it's if you live in Fishers, it's a blue, it's a blue city. So of course, yeah, dumb shit. It's, it's it's getting there. But um, so basically, what I did, I did get an FHA loan for the first house. And my down payment, I think I needed for the down payment, it was about six grand. So I came up with six grand in 30 days. And now granted, 
I worked my ass off. I sold so much shit. I ended up doing a title loan, which I wholly regret. But I needed another twelve hundred bucks, so I did what I needed to do, and I paid it. It fucking hurt because I paid way more than twelve. I don't recommend anyone ever do a title loan. I think they should be illegal, but. I needed 1200 bucks and I ain't proud of it, but I bought the fucking house and then I sold it a year later. You literally only live there for a year? Almost to the day. Oh my gosh. Like, I think it was within a couple of weeks of being to the day. That's... Because you know I made another poor financial decision and I got married. That's, uh... Yeah. But here's here's why I'm pissed... Here's why that whole thing pissed me off, because... We bought a house that we could not have, like, we could afford it, as in we could afford the mortgage every month, but it didn't leave hardly any money to grow. So, and I think that's the mistake a lot of people make is they buy too much of the American dream too early and then they're stagnant because, I mean, two people in their mid to late 20s should not buy the house that we bought. It was more room than we could ever need. Like it was a family house. I mean, if we didn't you had a couple it. of roommates living with you, splitting bills, that would that would have saved you a shit ton of money. And then you know, then that's a that's the that's the thing with uh, people with the American dream and how they act in their twenties. In your twenties, don't save money. Invest, 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 invest. I wish I would have done it because the thing is, if I would have invested in myself in my twenties. I would probably similar have to what I have now, but be halfway paid off or all the way paid off. You know, so it's like I'm I'm going I'm going to kind of broaden that statement because I know what you're saying, but it could be easily misconstrued. He doesn't mean what he means by don't save money is like don't squirrel it, don't squirrel vast amounts of it away. But I I, I 100% mean spend it, but spend it if it's going to make you money. Or well, I guess what I'm getting at is. So this is the mistake that I made in my most of my well, no, my 20s is um, because when I was 19, I moved out. I think I started doing the stupid shit when I was about 21. But when I was 19, I moved out of my parents house and I had a roommate and we had an apartment. My rent was two ninety five a month. So like I was actually now again, I was being fucking stupid and spending a lot of money that I shouldn't have been spending. I should have been investing in myself. I was going to school, but I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do in reality. So that money was pissed well, away. For one, that's what was crammed into our fucking heads. Oh, 100%. And this is like any advice I would give is like, listen, well, and the advice I give to anyone who will listen, frankly, like, cause I've already told my nephews this and my nephews are only 13 and nine, but I'm like, listen, if by the time you graduate high school, you know exactly what you want to do and you're confident and you've had at least some exposure to that, because that's the number one thing. Because I told my uh, my oldest nephew, um, oh, I'm sorry, my youngest nephew, because my oldest nephew doesn't have a clue what he wants to do. And I'm literally the only person who's told him that's okay. You're 13. <laughs> like, you'll figure Don't it out. Go to trust college me. for years because all you're going to do is waste money. Well, I mean, you're 13. By the time you're 18, you have, but my, my youngest nephew's got it in his head. He wants to go into the Marine Corps, and I'm like, okay, well, you're nine, so. That'll that change. I, I, well, maybe, but, but his stepdad is in the Marines, so I kind of see it. But what I told him, I said, okay, but the worst thing you can possibly do is do that blindly. Like, right when you turn 18, you would list. Hold on. Like, so what I would. sister's with the Marine? Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I told him, I said, what you need to do is as soon as you can, I can't remember where it is, like 15 or 16 or 17, you can join like junior ROTC. Mm -hmm. I said, join that and figure out if you like it because ROTC, you can easily get out of if you find out, eh, I don't really like this. Yeah. The other way. Yeah. You can't get out of that until your enlistment is up. But that's what I told him. I said, and don't let any like, you know, and you're also not locked into it. You're nine years old. They frankly shouldn't even be asking you this question yet. I don't know why they get asked that so early. It's like we get, we got asked that. We got asked that though. Yeah, and I was told I, can, I don't know like, just because I don't want to fucking talk to him. Oh geez, if you'd asked me in fourth grade, I would have told you I wanted to be a fighter pilot. But that's just because I'd just seen Top Gun for the first time. Like or, or I mean, but Star literally Fox constantly. Oh, why do you think I love Star Fox so much? <laughs> like literally, Chappy. <laughs> choppy. Choppy. choppy oh god iron eagle okay i got it well that that was in uh star fox too there's nobody named choppy well it's not choppy it's uh whatever the thing is and they, they did like a similar i don't know yeah. if you know they did like a similar uh scene to iron, iron it was, eagle it was, was like called back to iron fuck? eagle like anyway the makers of star fox must have liked iron eagle star fox is iron eagle with animals I mean, literally, Fox McCloud, James, like, come on. It's Iron Eagle with animals. But anyway. Um, <laughs> where was I? Oh, yeah. So I was in college, had no fucking idea what I wanted to do. And my first red flag should have been our computer class where I decided I wanted to go into computer forensics because it looked cool. And it was the most fucking boring thing I've ever done. I knew in the second week that this was the shits. Mm-hmm. And I, it was so fucking boring. I'm like, this is not what I signed up for, but I couldn't quit. But I knew right then and there, I'm like, okay, not going to college for that. See, I, I was repairing computers every so often and uh, doing uh, just like virus removals and whatnot. And I, I fucking hated it. Like, I couldn't stand it. Like, I was like, yeah, I was like, but I got to deal with stupid people. <laughs> I was like, exactly. how do, how do so I get out boring. of dealing with stupid people? You know, and on 100%. top of that, it's fucking boring. It's so boring. boring. 80% of it is waiting. Mm-hmm. Oh, but anyway, so now my biggest mistake was I got a girlfriend. That's not a mistake. She... It's priorities. The thing is, we're oh, young, okay. we're young I, and I, dumb. We don't, under, we don't prioritize I our prioritize. Success. I prioritized the girlfriend and she moved in with me. Big fucking mistake. We've all done it. Because, well, I know, but I'm telling you, if you're you, if you're watching this and you're in your 18, 19, early 20s, don't fucking do it, dude. No, because ha- here's, have some here's, privacy for a little bit. Well, because here's what happened. So as soon as she moved in, she's living in an apartment with two dudes. And I don't fault her for this, but she wasn't having it. You know, she's living in an apartment with two dudes, like, and we were fucking filthy, but we're dudes. Like, I've always, I've always said your money making year should be where you sacrifice. And this is the overall point that I'm very, very slowly getting to because Jesus, when I was 19, like, give me a sleeping bag and the corner of a room. I'm good. You see those jokes all the time. Like, a like what I see in a guy's apartment and they've got like a a TV and a game system and then like a folding chair. 
And they're like, how do they live like this? I'm like, because that's all we need. Comfortably. Like, you can, like, most dudes would live comfortably in that environment. I mean, like, legit. When I was 19, I was, uh, I was couch surfing for almost like four months on uh, one of my buddy's couches because I didn't have a job. And, but the funny thing is, I always found ways to make money to eat. If you're resourceful. But uh, so then she gets into her head. It's like, well, Ate we need our own place. Food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, we need our own place. And of course, like, I'm not going to argue. Actually, no. One time I did argue. I'm like, OK, I get where you're coming from. But our rent is not even three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's like a shit three hundred bucks. So and utilities were included. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um like I totally live in that city. Like if if everything fell apart and I got a chance to go back to that situation, I wouldn't a fucking heartbeat. Oh yeah. Because I'll be holy shit, I can make three hundred I can make a few hundred bucks a month. You couldn't rent easy. you couldn't rent that apartment for no less than four fifty a piece. Oh no, now no. This was this would have been in like two thousand six, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. But um shit, my apartment so, in two thousand seven was only two hundred and seventy five bucks a month for a two bedroom. Nice. There was there was no living room though. It was technically two bedrooms and then a kitchen so? and then a bathroom that was the size of a living room. Yeah, it was weird. But so you had like a Roman bath, dude. It, no, it, it was like the bathroom was just a small area on one side, and then just a bunch of space over here, empty space, oh. no, like n- nothing, no door. It was just weird. Hmm. It was an apartment, um, apartment house, house apartment. Yeah, yeah. So we, I went from paying three hundred dollars a month for rent to what was our first? It was. It would have been just shy of nine hundred bucks. A month so yeah it just wasn't and like we made it work but we were never getting ahead because now we had we had increased rent we had uh increased cost of utilities and it was more expensive because for some reason we thought it would be smart to move to fucking greenwood or the south side of indy when i still worked in shelbyville no which is fucking stupid i don't get why people want that, that that's the thing with uh if you want to get ahead in life and be a little more successful, <sighs> living in a smaller town, everyone doesn't like it, but it's cheaper. It's cheaper. It's cheaper to live in a small town. And then the thing is, hey, guess what? Oh, you want to go somewhere else? You just drive there. It's not well, I would – my biggest thing dep- – there's a caveat because it depends on where you live, but live close to your job. Mm-hmm. Now, if your job is in Manhattan, obviously that doesn't apply. But generally speaking, if you can't and if it's not a shit neighborhood where you would have to live to be close to your job, I mean, but a reasonable driving distance for sure. Exactly. Like a a 15 minute commute is not bad at all. Hmm. I mean, hell, I uh, my first job was Goodwill and then I was delivering pizzas for the longest time. And honestly, like. If you want to get ahead and if you're good at what you do and pay attention, food delivery service, you can make good money. Okay. In fact, I'll give you guys a hack. I don't do this anymore because I'm in a, I'm in a very weird situation because I, because of my main job, I have virtually, I have very little free time. Um, But if you're working like a regular 40 hour a week job, like you can, especially I'll give you and I'll give you the cheat code here. 
you can absolutely DoorDash and DoorDash in Carmel. Typically, any big city. And the thing any is, big on, city, on but the I app, can, you can see where it's busiest. And it well, shows you. and here's the caveat to that because I've had a limit. I've had limited DoorDash experience, and this is why I say Carmel. Because there was one day where it said that the east side was really hopping. I got fewer tips and every order was a pain in the ass or a problem. Whereas in Carmel, like every order was super easy and I got tipped well every single time. Well, see, that's another thing about DoorDash. So pick your customers. If you get something that comes through for three bucks, don't take it. If you get something that comes through for eight bucks, take it. Right, but my you're point gonna spend is time on each one. So, but yeah, yeah no, but I, my, I get what you're saying. My my well, overall point because you location, can location, location. Well, if you DoorDash and Carmel, particularly around lunchtime, you can easily make a hundred bucks in a few hours. Easily, that's jump change, my guy. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I only worked like two hours and I made like 150 bucks. I know. It's that, like that's the thing. How many were you taking an hour, in between three and four? I, I don't remember, but it was it was at least that, if not more. Yeah. Well, you must have had some good paying ones. Well, that's what I'm saying. Go to Carmel because these people have more disposable income than they know what to do with. Right. Like, I will use DoorDash if I have to. Like, if I find like if I didn't prepare a lunch and I'm stuck at work by myself and I wasn't expecting it, and I can't leave, I'll DoorDash it. I pay for the uh, subscription, so I don't have to pay. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, you do. That. But but hey, you know, like it's convenient as hell. Um, but then and then and then you delivered pizzas. Mm-hmm. But like for real, like you can make a shit ton of money. And I've done Instacart before. I don't recommend that. That's a pain in the ass. And it pays about as well as DoorDash, but DoorDash is ten times easier. Yeah, I was gonna say Instacart. Like literally, Instacart's fucking terrible. No, but that's the that's the thing about this whole uh, title and uh, premise that we have going on. There are all kinds of side things you can do. And the thing is, if you're like, oh, I work 40 hours a week. I don't have time for nothing. I'm like, bullshit. There are 168 hours in a week for seven days. It's like if you you need two days off, it's like I get it. But just take a couple hours off. So I'm about to do something that I hate doing, but it's to prove a point. Um, I'm going to list everything that I do to generate income. And I'm going to leave out the piddly shit. But so I've got my regular job, which my minimum work week, my absolute bare minimum work week is 46 hours. Bare minimum. It's usually more like 50 to 55. Um, I do two podcasts, once weekly, once biweekly. And cut clips every day. And cut, I cut clips. I do now, granted, I haven't done, I haven't really done a lot of video projects lately, but that's because the, the regular job has been fucking insane. Um. And again, I haven't done very well with this lately, but generally speaking, I will exercise every day in some capacity. Um, And you can check out my Instagram. It's the whole point of my Instagram is to verify this. And if you go on there, you'll see for the past couple of weeks, I haven't been uploading anything because it's been sparse. So I just haven't bothered. But generally speaking, you can see that that's true. Um, And then for other. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I I was going to say I haven't been paying attention to Instagram uh, because I got a bullying strike <laughs> you I would didn't, i didn't even say anything bad i i, I literally said uh 
bitch, I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a bullying strike. <laughs> yeah, you would. You and would then face, Facebook today gave me a bullying strike, too, so I can't comment or do anything for three days. Because <laughs> I said, this guy said something, and I said, you're an embarrassment to Eric's all over the world. We, we disown you. And I got a fucking strike for bullying for that. I'm like... I'm sorry, that's funny. It is almost hilarious, but I'm just like, why? What? I was like, are we really this sensitive? Yes, yes, we are. But anyway, um, that's the problem with today. We're too sensitive to be, oh, you need to work for this. Oh, you need to do this. Well, I can't do that. It's like, no, get out of that and fucking work. Which, I'll touch on out. that. I'll touch on that after I finish the list. So what did I do? They got the podcast that. Um, I hate doing this, but it's accurate. Um, and it also leads into our official sponsor oh, for yeah. this week's episode. Which is I, linked in the description. Go ahead. Yes. I am the COO of Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company. Um, doesn't take a ton of time, but I mean, oh, I good. actually it should. This blueberry muffin, it's one of the top sellers. Oh, wow. Yeah, and actually, fun fact, and you may or may not know this, so you remember Kuykendall's Biology Lab, right? Mm -hmm. You remember how bad it smelled when they did the shark dissections and all that shit? I heard, but I didn't reeked, reeked of formaldehyde. This candle, this specific one, not even lit, covers up the smell of formaldehyde. I needed and they that bought, when we dissected the pigs. Yeah, well, that's what they put these in the bio lab and just set them in there. Who was it? Who, who was our teacher when we had to dissect the pigs? I believe it was Kaikendall. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. At least for me, I think it was Kaikendall. Maybe it was Dimery. No, no, no. You you might have done it under Dimery. I I did it under Kaikendall. Whoever it was, I could not stop dry heaving, and they were trying to say I was faking. I was like, "How do you fake a dry heave?" It's like, have you ever smelled formaldehyde? It's yeah, disgusting. Literally, I, I and then they 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 tried to didn't know. Yeah, so I needed one of those no. candles. Oh, 100 percent. Um, but what's cool about these is they are 100 percent all natural soy wax. And because it's soy wax, they can put a lot more scent oil in them. So they're very, very strong. I can vouch for these like this candle is not even lit. And like it's the room already reeks of blueberry muffin. There's a lot of different flavors. As of right now on the website, you can subscribe to a candle box. You pick your plan and you get whatever's in that plan every month until you cancel and you can cancel at any time. We are changing the site functionality soon so that you can order just a single box and you don't have to subscribe, but you pay less per box when you subscribe. Mm -hmm. And coming out with new scents all the time. And if you follow Stevie Wicks on Facebook, this is probably my favorite part. She does weekly live sales events. It's kind of a new trend that's been happening on Facebook. But if you follow on Facebook, you get access to discounted and custom items every week. And you can place custom orders, and it's it's quite affordable, especially when you compare it to places like Etsy. Because when we were setting up the new company, it I did price comps, and Etsy is fucking ridiculous for these candles. So, I mean, who doesn't love candles, honestly? And if you're a guy and you need a gift for your girl, just you don't have to shop. Just go online and or, buy some candles. Or if you're a, a guy and you have basket. a girl coming over. 100% and get the good shit too because you don't want those cheap ass Big Lots candles that you have to get this close to to smell. No, you don't even have to light this fucker. I'm serious. You don't even have to light it. It just puts it in the room. 
And it's soy wax, so it burns cooler. So if you want to... <laughs> yeah, it's safer, my friend. Well... And the best part is, (laughs) and the best part is it's all soap and water cleanup. So if you accidentally spill it on the carpet, it's easy cleanup. Or on the bed sheets. Or on the bed sheets. Just throw it in the wash. (laughs) So So, check that out in the the link below. That's another thing about uh, the American Dream. Affiliate advertising. 100%. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else because I do a lot of I mean, I trade crypto here and there, but that that doesn't really take up a lot of time, per se. Um, I am currently, and I can talk to you more about this off-air, I am currently enrolled in some online courses to generate side incomes. Mm, okay. So that takes that takes up a little bit of time, but I'd say, I'd say as of right now, no more than like an hour a day. I am currently setting up an affiliate uh, marketing uh campaign for a company uh that i actually used before DeFi crypto uh, DeFi equipment the company mm-hmm. i used to get my asics um i'm going to uh eventually get everything set up on here and then uh talk to you lovely people about DeFi equipment.com definitely a good place to uh, get graphics cards as well as uh um asic miners and whatnot so i'll uh I'm probably not going to leave a link below yet. I'm going to do an official uh, affiliate link and uh, stuff once I uh, get set up completely. And we also we also have more sponsors coming your way. A lot of stuff is in the works. In fact, and we've talked about this before, um, once we get some basically just the core of our ventures set up, we're, we're thinking about putting together some courses to basically, you know, you pay us a small fee, which is going to be really, really worth it. And we tell you how to set these income streams up. And the plus side is we've made all the mistakes. Yep. And uh, so, also, uh, you can uh, we've done the message if you're watching this now. I can uh, I can definitely help set up uh, crypto mining equipment as well and uh, get you set up with a, a oh and supplier. then and then and then I can. That's the other thing I do for income is I own a I actually live in one half of the rental property. Yep. But so I rent out one side of a duplex. So and that, guys, I'm telling you, guys, I don't mean just guys, but guys and gals, anyone who wants to make money, the hardest part of that is finding one. Like other than that, it's really just like if you're going to live in one side, it's just like buying any other house. Or I hate to say it, if you uh, know a guy, buy a big house and split it up. Yeah, one hundred percent. People need apartments. You can you can most definitely like you got to be a little bit creative and willing to you know put in some work. But I mean, and I struck gold with mine. I will admit that you know what's up. But with the property I bought, I got lucky. But it's also the reason why I bought this particular one. So I had my ducks in a row because I knew I was going to strike on something as soon as I found it, and I struck on it and I got super lucky because this place was turnkey. It was ready to move in. And it comes with the bonus of the land. It got a little fucked up because of the title company, but it's getting sorted out now. Mistakes. Oh, and from. Oh, one hundred percent. Now I know. Literally, like, if I ever go through this again, I will be like over the title company's shoulder, and be like, "Yeah, you need to write it this way." We can't do that. Yes, you can. 
It's like, I want immediate possession of that land as soon as we write this up and it's not in on the mortgage. It's not on the mortgage because it wasn't appraised. It wasn't even on the fucking survey. I'm not, I'm not sore about it at all. <laughs> it's all right. It's getting sorted. Oh, and then I guess full disclosure, my day job, for those that don't know, I do own, I own the comp. I own a, I own part of the company that I work for. So, but I treat it as like a regular everyday job that is way too stressful for my own good, but it is what it is. It's going to get better within the next two years. Oh, and this is news for you. I've started, uh, I guess I'm writing a book. I don't, <laughs> I'm basically like there, I'm, I'm formatting it as blog posts for right now. Cause one of these days, uh, probably next year no later than i'm actually going to have an official rta media website and part of that is going to be writing articles and whatnot so i can get it on the, some of that affiliate marketing action but i'm writing some now so i don't have to be like fuck no i have to write something every week my uh, buddy has a uh, website where he was uh, going to do that and i'm not sure if he's done anything with it but it was uh, called nerd rabbit hole Ooh, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yep, he was uh he was gonna be going about all things gaming, nerd nerd stuff basically, and I was like, I that's definitely uh, relatable. So, oh, so here's another course we should teach, and guess what? We'll give you an introductory offer if you direct message us for it now. We'll do it for free. We can tell you exactly how to start and distribute your podcast, and I'm telling you right now, guys. Like, I would honestly feel bad. <clears throat> I would honestly feel bad making somebody pay me for it because it's so fucking easy. <laughs> it's stupid easy. Like, I cannot tell you how stupid easy it is. Actually, I can if you just direct message me. So your fee, your fee now is I'll listen to your podcast idea. And I, if I think there's something there, we'll tell you how to do it. But you plug our shit, too. Because that's my goal. I want to create like a podcast family, which is why. Ben, fucker, if you're watching, when are you going to start your horror podcast? Because that's going to get more views than any of them. That's that's the thing with our podcast and why it's not exactly entirely too popular yet is because we're nobodies and we're talking about current events. So it's like uh, we're, we're, we're really trying from a hard standpoint <laughs> to get this going. But hey. It's a grind. I mean, and that's the you know, thing. It's a grind. You just got to keep at it. It it helps that we started doing this for fun. Well, I still do it for fun. And is but, this costing us any money right now? Besides no, maybe not a, a little bit. bit of electricity. But I mean, everything well, and we, we bought that. We bought some equipment, but I mean, this microphone was forty bucks. Yeah, like small. Like small it's not. There there. It's it's not expensive. No. And then I use I use free editing software to make the clips because they're real basic. I don't need anything robust. Stoner Bros. A how-to video on what Stoner Bros the podcast thing? I'm assuming, yeah. I'm assuming. You know, honestly, uh, I was thinking once I get the uh, ASIC miners, uh, and then also another thing is is uh, doing a uh, instructional setup video with uh, the Bobcat when we come to set it up at your house and whatnot. I, I was I, thinking, I was, I was thinking that here, too, but I was just I was wanting to get it up in mining because I was like, well, and you know what, I I'd almost. Maybe for the Bobcats, but for the ASIC thing, I would save that for and make somebody pay for it. So that's that's another lesson, kids. 
don't do anything well, for free. Well, the, the only reason being is because there's all kinds of YouTube videos on how to set up those miners and whatnot. So it's like, like I said, like I said, fuck that noise. Go ahead and make the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the podcast thing. You know what? We might do that. <clears throat> we we need to be a little. That that's the thing. Like, ever since I quit my job, I'm more busy. I know. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Like I, I thought, I was like, oh, good. You know, you know what it is. So here's here's literally the most valuable lesson I've probably learned in my entire life, and I've only learned this in my thirties. Is, you know, the saying "time is money." No. <laughs> you don't know. No, I do know that, but money is time. Exactly. It should be reversed. Well, no. So what I mean. See, a lot of people think that that means like, oh, yeah, you got to work. No, what it means is that your time is extremely valuable. And when you have money, like when you don't have to work all the time for your money, your time actually becomes even more valuable because now you have the means to do something with it. And the thing is, once you become a passive income freak, you know, you're like, damn, I could be doing this and making more money. I could be doing this exactly, and more money. exactly, because I've never. And I've I've met some people that have pretty robust passive income streams. There's not a single one of them who's just relaxing. But now they have the means and the time to really pursue their right. passion projects. Their that's like me. Their stuff that constantly they, yeah. researching fucking equipment. You know, like const- well, yeah, because constantly. why? Because because why stop? Because you've already gone this far, and you know that there's more. But this to tie this back into the theme of the episode. That is not the way most people think. Now, whether that's because they're just innately not like that or they're just distracted by the fact that Continue they're not. thought, I'll tell you exactly why. Well, I was just saying, like, a lot of people are stuck in the machine. And they don't think like that because they have the blinders on. They're thinking, I need to make it to next Friday. You know, I need to get these built because. Struggle bus. Could be a number. Yeah, it could be a number of things. So usually. It's my it's my honest belief. It's usually because people bite off more than they can chew before they should be able to do it. Like nobody's saying you can't have that four bedroom house one day, but you can't afford it right now. And on top of that, if you don't have people to fill it, then why would you buy a four bedroom house? One hundred percent. Yep. You buy what you need. It's like we needed one more room, so we got a four bedroom house. You know, because we just you know, it's always good to have a bonus room. Yeah. Because accidents. That way that because that way when we're doing you know, when we both have a lot more free time and we're doing those big video projects and I want to cr- and I need to crash. You know, oh, just go up to that room. Someone commented. Can you read that? Oh, Stoner Bros. Just 100, 100, 100. <laughs> that is 300. That's a great movie. <laughs> That's another thing. We should do some like basic bare bones like skits like acting like because i know we both can do it we literally should we've talked about it a couple times we should just set up a wide camera and do some sort of like who's line thing oh dude like oh it'd be hilarious and whoever wins the most points gets the belt oh there we go there we go all right one second speaking speaking of the belt i we gotta work out the logistics but i'm still pulling for that we sports olympics yeah, yeah, just everything's crazy right now. Oh, I know, I know. Like, literally, you know, I, I was, I was, I had room tonight to uh, set up, 
and be like, hey, do you want to come down? But I was like, dude, I was like, man, I don't gonna, I'm not going to have him do that. That's a fucking 45-minute trip for fucking, like, $5 a gallon of gas, you know? Well, I mean, I don't I don't pay for my gas. So. Oh, yeah, I know, but still, it's like, that's crazy. Yeah, t- tonight I couldn't have because I was doing – I was busy all day. But I it's did get a lot done, so that good. was – I uh, finally got a screen in my window in my garage so I can open up the window. Weep. All right. Uh, so, what were you saying about the Hold reason? Hold on why- one second. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember his name. It was a Rockefeller, by the way. So, if that gives you anything. Uh, hold on a second. But I suppose I will just continue. Yeah. On my tirade. Except I forgot where I was going with it. But I mean, I guess so. The number one thing I get is uh, people find John D. Rockefeller. Yes, thank you, Stoner Bros. Johnny Depp Rockefeller. Oh God. So, but uh, it's funny because whenever somebody learns like all the stuff that I do, and I like I'm busy, but I know I know people that are busier than me. The general. Okay, I've got it. If uh, if you want to finish your thing. I'll just wrap up and just say that, like, I still have time to do my bullshit stuff that I find fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, like I watched I watched some TV today once. <laughs> He's like, I saw TV once. I, I did. <laughs> I watched a whole episode of something. <laughs> All right. So the General Education Board was created by John D. Rockefeller, as uh, Stoner Bros uh, mentions his name. Uh, so he uh, invented the uh, General Education Board for a reason, because this was in 1903. He wanted a nation of doers, not thinkers. Nation of employees. A nation of employees. People who want to clock in and clock out, and your daily nine-to-fivers. You know? So the thing is, that's exactly what they wanted. And that's the thing that's unraveling right now, because as people uh, in the... I mean, this is a technology age... As people are progressing and learning uh, new ways to make passive income, stream online, and do all the stuff online, like you can literally make f- fucking money by sitting in front of your computer and just talking. It helps if you have boobs. Yeah, it does help. You. I mean, th- th- these aren't you know good enough. Not those kind of boobs. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, if you if you changed your name to Erica and shaved the beard, you might have a shot. Hey boys, we're gonna play Mario today. I love Mario because I'm such a nerd and a weeb. Isn't that hilarious? I mean, yeah, I like, I don't women, I don't you know get like it. they're like all oh, we don't want to be sexualized and this and that and then that's how we <laughs> make money. <laughs> and they're like we're gonna play video games. Here's my boobs. Not all of them. Not all of them. And hey, I'm not I'm not hating on it because I'll be 100 percent honest. Like if I have boobs, to watch. Not you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about no, you. if I had boobs, I'd be all up in there, being like, "We're gonna play Legend of Zelda." I with my tits it. out, one hundred percent. With ocarina pasties on. Listen, if there's a <laughs> ni- if there's a niche, fucking fill it. <laughs> that sounds a little. <laughs> all I'm saying is that there's a girl out there selling her part. <laughs> There's a girl out there selling her farts for 50 bucks a pop. I wish I was joking. 
there's women who sell dirty underwear. That's more prevalent. I think you may have misheard me. No, I heard you. There's, there's a, a woman. farts and selling it. <laughs> there you go. And it comes who with a video. Just like, it's just like... Oh, smells like desperation. Well, you know, so first of all, men are disgusting. We are? Yeah, we are. I don't I mean, know I'm not, what you've been I'm told. Not, I'm, not, I'm not sniffing farts disgusting, but he's they're got, out he's, there. He's got his kinks, don't let him lie. <laughs> well, one of them is not sniffing farts, but candles... They just they just do something to me. They get them in a sexy mood. Mmm, baby. Ooh. Hey, Ooh, everybody, yeah. have you seen my candles? They're big and yellow and brown. You ever need a quick pick me up? Just buy them I'm from my house. I'm telling you what, baby, if you want to get me in that mood, <laughs> just give me some of that blueberry muffin. And anyone who's just joining the stream is like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, and they're like, this is why they're not popular. <laughs> no, apparently why we're not popular is because I have a hate boner for Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I think you just need to watch the movie one more time. I'm going to. Not in the theater, but I will watch uh, it again. But I'm to be on HBO Max in like a couple weeks. Probably. I'll, I'll check it out again, but I'll watch it. And, and it might help to watch half of it one day and half of it it's, another. It's still entirely too long, but other I, than I that, agree. like, just the fucking so, the feel of the movie. I mean, I mean, I responded to those comments in a way that I thought was, like... Uh, so I wasn't trying to be rude, but at the same time, like... I mean, for one, like... They, so, were, they were saying some goofy shit. Like, even if you don't lie. like someone, you still, like, joke about it. 100%. So it's like, just don't take everything so fucking serious. That's the part that I was kind of like, okay. Because it, it, like, it wasn't like a, like a, oh, no way, man. He did a good job of this. I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> it, it was just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. Okay, so perfect example. Um, you just brought up a perfect example. I love the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. I think it's the best one. Hands down. He, Some people he don't like it. He almost quit. Yeah, I know. Because of the fucking makeup. Anyway. But some people don't like that movie. Those people are wrong. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, if you don't like Jim Carrey's The Grinch, then that's great. You don't have to watch it. That's fine. We can disagree. I mean, you're wrong, but. Yeah, that, that, was, I mean, a we can, that was a fantastic movie. <laughs> that's an awesome movie. My my kids and, love that movie. Like they tried to I get mean, them to watch the cartoon version. Like now, watch well, yeah, that. dude. By comparison, uh, if you think that Robert Pattinson is the greatest actor of a generation, I mean you're wrong. But oh, definitely not the greatest. I think he makes an awesome Detective Batman. Detective okay, but, Batman. But, but Everyone else that. played a different Batman. He's I the only that, one that was an actual fucking detective. Well, Except yeah, because that makes he a big wasn't difference because because he because he wasn't strong enough to fight aliens, dude. No, I well, <laughs> I mean, none of them are. <laughs> Superman's strong enough to fight aliens. Ben Affleck fought aliens. He punched that motherfucker with a suit. So, no, I'm not talking about Superman. I'm talking about the uh, parademons. Parademons. The parademons from Justice League. 
can't remember. Anyway. I know Paradigms. Anyways. And, okay, so fun, to get completely off topic, Batman is the only superhero that Darkseid is legit scared of. What? Because if you watch... Um, Prep shit, time. Which... <laughs> That's just so stupid. What? That's the, everyone always includes prep time when it comes to Batman uh, versus like other other people. Like if Batman had a little bit of prep time, then he would defeat this person. That's like, oh, well, no, no, if no. they just here's, show up here's... out of the middle of, middle of nowhere, they're gonna fucking kill Batman. Batman has legit stood toe to toe with Darkseid with no prep time. Now, granted, Darkseid would destroy him, but he ain't scared. But what, the, what I'm talking about is Batman is literally. Um, I can't remember the details. Fuck. I know, but Batman's like, I don't I, give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. My parents died. You think I'm scared? <laughs> That's not what it is, because Batman understands one very, very simple concept, and that is, even if you're scared shitless, if, if particularly if you're in a situation where you can't get away, and the one I'm talking about, he's restrained. Um, it does you no good to show your fear, but you just might. So what Batman does is he has rigged, I forget what it is, but he's basically rigged something to explode and only he knows the code word to stop it. And the explosion would end up killing Batman too. And Darkseid's got him tied up and basically like completely helpless. But he's like, you know, you'll be killed in the, in the blast too. And Batman just stone face doesn't budge. Like he's, he's willing to go down with the ship. If it takes out Darkseid. Dark and Darkseid ends so up... so much more powerful. That makes no sense. But Batman outsmarted him. Because Darkseid needs to survive more than Batman does. But can't he weather a, a blast created by human? Maybe it's the technology. Okay. No I worries. think I think it was Apocalypse and technology that Batman had. I wish I could remember the details. Okay. I, I can't remember. That makes but. more sense. Yeah, I do know that Batman basically like played chicken with Darkseid and won. Batman is not the American dream. No, Batman is not the American dream. Now, he is example of people born with the American dream. I mean, granted his parents died, but still his parents left him filthy rich, so 100%. All right, we wrapping up or what are we doing? I guess we're wrapping up. Um, I don't know. I feel like we didn't Remember cover people, how the... wrap it up. <laughs> before you make, before you have a lot of money in the bank, always wrap it up. Yes. No, because it's like Ben. I know Ben Shapiro didn't say this first, but he's repeated it several times. The what is it? The three or four? I can't remember. I'll go through the list, but like the number one like surefire ways to avoid poverty in the United States is to graduate high school. And don't have children before you're married. I think it's those two. Those are like step ones. Yes and no. Uh, on a balance Trojan of probabilities. Trojan man. Trojan man. Oh, fun fact. Uh, I wish I could remember who this was, but somebody, somebody did not understand, like, why they called them Trojans. Like, why the brand name was Trojan. And I'm just like, you serious? <laughs> no, no, it's the walls. Troy had impenetrable walls. I was today years old. <laughs> I wasn't talking about Eric either. 
But yeah, that's why they're Trojan condoms because Troy had impenetrable. That's why they had to use the Trojan horse to get past the walls. They had to, they had to sneak in. What the fuck? <laughs> that's why Trojan condoms are because they have impenetrable walls. <laughs> and in order to break through the walls, you have to use a horse. Yeah, I was pretty confused there for a second. He was so confused. That's. Uh... I swear to God, that wasn't planned. Yeah, so the American dream involves Trojan horses. Beat I mean, from he us. said, "Beat those walls down." <laughs> that's that's the goal, Chris Jericho style. Oh shit! Uh, you son of a bitch! What? Oh, Chris Jericho. I thought you. I was, yeah. I thought you said Chris Benoit. <laughs> no. I was like, Chris Benoit, dark motherfucker. <laughs> Chris Benoit is not the American dream. He is not the American dream. Um, I don't know. I guess the overall sentiment I would just like to portray, and this will become evident as you follow us, as you most definitely should like, share, and subscribe. And if you listen to us on the audio platforms, leave us a five-star review. Or I guess it doesn't even have to be five-star. Just leave us a, a review if you like the show, because it helps the channel grow. Yes, indubitably it does. Indubitably. And of course, now that we're wrapping up, we have more viewers. Yeah, well, I mean, re, re, rewind it, fuckers. <laughs> I mean, the American dream is just that it's 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 whatever, alive. It's, it's alive and well. It's alive and well, and I argue that it's never really been easier. I mean, not like today, today because of all the inflation and whatnot, but I just mean like throughout history, even the twenty first century. Well, in the twenty first century, it's never been easier. It's never been easier to get rich in the United States, frankly. But it's definitely never been easier to, you know, live comfortably if yeah. you're smart, if you're smart, willing to work a little bit and are willing to be a little bit patient. You can at the very least live comfortably. It took me until 34. I was going to say, yeah, it took us into our like early 30s to actually start thinking about like, like start really getting moving. And I'm just I'm so because we're both playing the waiting game right now. And it's so infuriating. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm waiting on equipment, and uh, and you're waiting on your land to be cleared, and it, it's it's getting it's getting sorted out. But and you will find too, as you start, if and when you start going down this path, you're going to spend a lot of time waiting on other people. Is it not going to work? There we go. Yeah, there it is. The people's miners. The people's miner. Bobcat three hundred. H and T. But yeah. Well, and then your, your number one resource, honestly, is the internet, because between like you've got, you've got YouTube, you've got Reddit, you've got various forums. Just a Google, everything's a Google search the way. Uh, everything is a Google search away, and that's not counting things you can pay for, like Skillshare. You can take free courses on 100%. Google, and yes. liter- and literally work within Google, or you can work within wherever. You know, like just because you think. A forty-hour work week is what you're designed to. That's that's what they and by they, the general education board, has instilled in you, because of your standard. I mean, they don't have. We don't really. What do we have? Seven-hour days in school. I think it was seven. Well, seven and then hours. here's the other. Here's the other thing too, and this is the one that was particularly annoying to me when I was in my twenties. Is, you know, people look down upon certain jobs as though they're less than. It's like money's money. Dude, people always talk shit. About me when I was, uh, I, I delivered pizzas for two and a half, three years, uh, just this, just recently. 
and people yeah. all, all would always talk shit. They'd be like, oh, man, you're delivering? I'm like, yeah, dude. I was like, you want to know how much I make? Every time I told this guy, he's like, I fucking hate you. Yeah, I did. Because Every time. Uh, because I'm over here killing myself. And you were working. What was your average work week when you were delivering? Like number of hours? <laughs> like 25. Exactly. Um, and I'd wager to say. Yeah, go ahead. I was just saying, I would wager to say you were making as much, if not a little bit more than I was taking home. Um, I mean, when COVID happened, I was, uh, I was making more money because everybody was at home. Dude, I, yeah, I, I literally back to back for like four or five weeks straight and made well over a thousand dollars bring home a week. And I, I remember, and then, now of course we have to pay back the money. I mean, sort of sure. through inflation, sure, but, but the uh, the stimulus money, I took a lot of that and I invested it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, the oh, crypt- this guy crypto every, market was blowing up. Now I was, I was every day, there. every day he's texting me. It's like, hey, you should totally jump on this coin, and I wouldn't because I'm I'm cash poor at this time. And then I see that fucking crypto blow up. Except for the ones that I did invest in, <laughs> they went down. <laughs> but I know why they've gone down in their long term investments. So I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hell, I, I invested in XRP when it was like three cents a share and it got up to 70 some odd cents. And I ended up selling it when it was around 55 cents. And but it got no, no, no. I It got up to a buck 82. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It got up to a it buck shot. 82. I, I it think shot I saw, up there for a minute. I sold well over a dollar. And uh, yeah, and I made some money. Hell, I, I actually uh I sold some Dogecoin and I took a Florida vacation with it. Yes, he did. I remember that. And then, so that's another thing we do. Um, Now, granted, I'm not putting anything hugely substantial on there yet, but if you check out my YouTube channel, I have a series that I do called Extra Money in Your Pocket, and it's different apps and things you can do. Uh, There aren't a terribly large number of episodes yet, but I'm working on it. Um, It's just little, little shit, but for example... I haven't paid out of pocket for something. On, most of what I buy on Amazon is not paid out of money from my pocket. It's paid out of money that I make from these apps that give me Amazon money or money to PayPal. And it's it's like the definition of passive income. Like most of these, I don't even do anything. And if I have to do something, it's very minimal. It doesn't take a whole lot of my time. Right. And that's, uh, one that, of them, that's the thing I want is something that makes passive income that doesn't take up a bunch of my time. Yeah, 100%. Even if it's passive, it still is going to take up some of your time because not everything's yeah. completely autonomous. Well, like I just, it, it's not, again, it's not huge, but I just cashed out $10 on Amazon just for driving, something that I do anyway. Really? Yeah. It's 10 bucks I didn't have, and I had to push a button to redeem it. That's Easy like, peasy. Uh, well, what's that crypto we uh, mine on our phones? Oh, Pi. <laughs> yeah, pie. I mean, I've got two thousand of those, and pies, pies going to the moon, baby. I mean, if if it comes Hopefully. out worth five cents, I have two thousand of them. That's twenty bucks. There you go, <laughs> free twenty bucks for me just pressing the button. Bucks. Well, hell, my uh, my Coinbase money was free. I got up to. That's I don't remember thing. how much I made now. Coinbase yeah. gives out tons. Of like money. guys, guys, seriously, like if you want to start like low investing in crypto, fucking, I can give you half, at least half a dozen apps that'll give you free money. Like you don't, it's not huge, but yeah, Snow you know, ten, up to seven hundred pie. I'm I'm almost. I think I'm a little over eight hundred. 
yeah, I, I, I was in. like, how do I have too. so much more? I, I forgot that I had all you guys on my on my yeah, exactly. uh, witness. Your exploit. But you need to sign up for uh Yeah, yeah, you sent me that thing, I still haven't signed up for it. I forgot all about it. Yeah, you need to because we'll both get a boost from it. I'm up to two thousand fifty two Satoshis. I still can't believe how much uh which I, which I think is like a crow coin blew up after we got that free twenty five bucks. That free twenty five bucks was well over a hundred dollars at one point. I was like, holy shit. And it was free, guys. Now did you have to sign up for their credit card to get it? I haven't cashed it out. I still have it. Oh, well, okay, well then I still have it. If I you can't cash it out. The thing is you can buy a crow coin on Coinbase and then just send it to your wallet on there. And then if you have enough, you can just cash it out. Well, I mean you don't have to cash it out, you can just send it to Coinbase or wherever. Well, but theirs, I thought I read that you had to sign up for their credit card. Stoner Rose asks, what's, what's Satoshi? So it's it's basically, it's a Bitcoin cent, essentially. Oh. Yeah, it's not. like So like 2,000 Satoshis is literally like, I think it's around a nickel. <laughs> it's not. No, it's more than that. I'll tell you real quick. It's not substantial, but as you get, this is one of those other, it's like a pyramid scheme app, but you get more people to sign up and then you get more hash power. Uh, Satoshi. Hash So once, just to give you perspective, one Satoshi is worth four one thousandths of a cent. (laughs) So yeah, it ain't, it ain't a whole lot. Nah, it's all good though. A dollar here is a dollar there. <laughs> oh, and Satoshi's down right now. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Everything's down right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, before this bear market, everybody was like doing really well. I mean, hell, with the amount of cards I have, I was making like seventy bucks a day, and yeah, not. <laughs> I'm making like yeah, no. <laughs> 39 bucks a day and then the H&T miners making like barely 2 3 because I need to get a better antenna. Um so I guess before we wrap it up, did you get my text about the idea for next week? Yes. Think you can manage that? I think so. I think I think we should because I saw that and I literally was just belly laughing. I'm like the only reason this is on Netflix is because Russia invaded Ukraine. So Netflix is capitalizing on war. Bitches. Bitches. Yeah, and did you uh, did you see <laughs> that watch uh, um, Russia used a uh, supersonic missile for the very first mm-hmm. time? And apparently, we don't even have one. We don't even have the a fuck? supersonic <laughs> missile, and yet it's not it's not even going to be developed until. 2024 and it's not going to be able to use until 2025 and i'm like why is this informa- why is this information out i was like is that is because that misinformation because it's a lie eric it's a I, fucking lie listen dude i'm I, i'm not a conspiracy theorist <laughs> i'm not it's common sense why would you put out current military information on the fucking evening news no that was, that was from the bullshit. white house they're it's a fucking lie i know jake i know that's like Hitler saying they were winning the war. It's <laughs> a fucking lie. All right. Lead us out. Don't forget the candles. 
Oh, well, we've already touched on the candles. Once again, visit www.steviewicks.com. That's S-T-V-I-E-W-I-X.com. Link is in the description. And being real, I know we're funny a lot on this podcast. Our logo's a chimp wearing a suit who looks like he sells real estate. Uh, I'd buy, I, I'd I, buy a house from him. He's not on here right now. Oh, well, you should know that. It's because the outro, the outro, the the outro from the clips would make it obvious. Um, Legit, though, these are the best candles you will ever buy. Like you'll buy these and you won't even be able to smell the other bullshit that you buy by comparison. Hold on. I'm interrupting you. I am going to play the outro clip. Yeah, for everybody. Are you going to put it on the screen? Yeah. One sec. Sweet. Open up YouTube for this shit so I can see it. Come on, man. There we go. We've done crypto talk episodes before, and they didn't do very well. Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) That gets me every time. Oh, I love it. But yeah, Stoner Bros, if you would like us to do another crypto talk episode, just uh, tell your friends to tune in because we love doing them. It's just that they don't do as well. Yeah, like you, you would think in this everything going on, like crypto talk would like you have to have a following. You have to have a yeah. decent sized following, and it has to be a certain niche. Like yeah. YouTube's stupid sometimes, but I mean, but apparently, uh, apparently, if you want views on YouTube, you impersonate Ben Shapiro and Alex Jones. I know, right? Or you call robert pattinson a bad actor which is what he is or you talk about the fucking power rangers our number one clip is about the fucking power rangers pattinson's batman was good you dick (laughs) it was a it was a fucking dark ass noir film and it was like fucking it was it was sick dude you know what you know you know what pulls the entire movie together for me is the fucking song there's, 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 like that. That is like hands down. I don't even like Nirvana. I've never been a huge fan. Like I, you know, listen to him here and there. But something in the way, there's just something about that song, and it just, it got me in my feels early in the in the movie, and then the rest of the movie, it had me by the balls. So Robert Pattinson had you by the balls. He did have me by the balls, dude. When he when he beat that one guy down, and you're like, at first, remember we we were like, wow, why is it taking so why is it taking so many uh, hits for him to fucking put him on the ground? If you notice, he was holding his arm and keeping him up while he's fucking pummeling him, and then he lets go of his arm, and then boom, boom, and then hits him down to the ground, and then fucking and then insists to beat him down on the ground. I was like. Okay, that makes more sense because in the, in yeah, the theaters, make more sense. I, I was like, I was like, what the fuck? He, even you were like, why did it take so long for him to like knock him to the ground? But like I said, the second time I watched it, I was like, holy shit, Batman! <laughs> holy I, shit, holy Batman! Shit, Batman. <laughs> I will, uh, I will give it a second viewing. Yeah, just uh, go into it with a fresh eye and just. And just I went, yeah, I went, I like, went into it with a fresh eye. I did. I did. <laughs> you, had I know a, if, you had a hate for Pattinson. I mean that doesn't change. I'm not but gonna I hate always... someone. It's like everybody hated on Ben Affleck. Everyone hated on Heath Ledger. That was just stupid to hate on Heath Ledger. No, I knew a, a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people didn't like the idea of uh, of him doing Joker. You know, because yeah, they were, like, they were oh, wrong. Da, da, da. Well, I and that's why exactly. a lot of pe- and that's why a lot of so basically what we're getting at is that most of the time people are wrong. 
because a lot of people were like, Robert Pattinson's going to make a great Batman. And I'm just like, you're wrong. A lot. No, a lot of people were talking, <laughs> a lot of people were talking mad shit. And I, a lot of, a lot I, of people I, I were, see, I didn't see much like, like good for him being Batman. Everybody was like all negative about it. And I was like, you know well, what? I'll watch the movie and then I'll make my, uh, uh, make my idea or make my mind up. Goddamn. Well, all I'm saying is that I have very little respect for a guy who every time he's been a part of a franchise and he's been part of a couple, he's essentially shit on it after the fact. Like I saw a video of him just the other day where he was talking about when he was in he was in one Harry Potter movie, but he's like, I felt ridiculous holding it like a magic wand. So if you look, I'm actually holding it like a gun. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. What do you mean? It looks yeah. stupid. Everyone's holding a magic wand like it's a fucking magic wand. You're the only dipshit who's holding it like an AK-47, you fucking <laughs> idiot. That's why you fucking died in the movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. Wait, wait, what was he in? Gobble to Fire? Yeah. Okay. He was the Best uh, scene in that movie Cirque, is when Cirque, he gets was killed. Was he Cirque Degler or whatever? C- Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory. Cirque. <laughs> fucking yeah, and I love it. He's like, oh, he's an Hogwarts celebrity. Really? We haven't seen him till now. Hey. Like I said, I don't like as a person like with what you told me about uh, about him with the body shaming or whatever it was, you know. Oh, the body positivity. Not, I was like, no, Batman needs. To I be, just, no, Batman I, needs to be in top tip top shape. He wasn't in bad shape by the. For, no, he wasn't in bad shape, which just confused me. So I'm like, you obviously did work out. So yeah. why did you make a big, like, why did you make a big? Because you were fucking virtue signaling. Yep, that's all it was. That's that's all it was, and. I just get the vibe. Now, I may be wrong, and I honestly hope I'm wrong, but I just think that if I met Robert Pattinson in person, he'd be one of those people that's just like, man, fuck you. You think Like, he just, he seems like a dick. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to say the other way around because you're talking shit, and he's like, you're, fuck you. Oh, no, he'd probably tell me to fuck right off, and that's fine, but... I I don't know. I don't don't care. I just go to the movies, and if if I like the movie... I like the movie. I, I try not to get too much. That that's a lot of people. They get too much into what the actors are in and this and that. And I'm like, they're not idols. They're movie stars. I was like, no, the big only difference. The only the only reason I even bring it up is because I've seen movies where an actor literally disappears into a role, and you're like, I like I know it's this person, but I'm not Who, seeing it. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Holy no fucking shit. shit! That was the best part of the movie. You could not tell that was when Colin When I learned Farrell. that was Colin Farrell, I was like, that's Colin Farrell? You're the one who told me. I was like, that's not Colin Farrell. Oh, I know, but because I, I learned about it by pure Way's coincidence. Okay, but Stephen Amell is a perfect example. When Stephen Amell plays Oliver Queen, I don't see Stephen Amell. I see Oliver Queen. But everything I've ever seen Robert Pattinson in, with the exception of The King, where he plays the Dauphin of France, I always just see Robert Pattinson wearing a bat suit or being an emo fuck you want to talk or about missed, sometimes both you want to talk about missed opportunities uh we, we, we should we should go over we, we should have another batman uh uh thing i've i've thought about that we can do another nerd cast well after we dude, cover the Solinsky. so celian murphy was going to play batman I know. I heard this. Did you this. hear him? How he talked and whatnot, and when he was Bruce nope, Wayne. Nope, but dude, no, nope, but I can. A fucking psychotic sounding Bruce Wayne. Like the way he talked, like it sounded like he would just like he would kill you at any moment. Like, but like even as Batman, he was awesome. Cillian Murphy, in my opinion, is a great actor. 
Um, have you ever seen a movie called Sunshine? No. Best movie you've never heard of. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Um, but also Peaky Blinders. Like, I haven't watched it all. Like, I've watched parts here and there thanks to YouTube. Great movie. <laughs> we yeah we we, we uh but that the, if they would have had him as bat they were actually going to cast him as Batman instead of uh uh Bale, but the thing is mm. no no they they weren't going to like pass up him like he was the, he was the first choice and then Bale came along and then, right but the thing is the uh, the director really liked uh Celine Murphy so he decided to put him in as the Scarecrow and the thing is if you notice he's Ooh. in every single movie here and there. Even in passing, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so... That's interesting. Lead us okay, out, well, because we're, we, we're, we're way off Way topic. off topic. Um, so basically, we'll leave you after this fireside chat where there's no fire except from these awesome candles that you can purchase at steviewicks.com. Um, you, can, you, you can be successful. Just put some elbow grease, push-ups, sit-ups, and plenty of juice. 100 sit-ups, 100 push-ups, 100 squats, 100 milliliters and of juice. Two miles a day. Run. Fuck that noise. That's, uh, that's the one-punch man. Yeah, I know. Work out I know. I know. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Average Intelligence Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by StevieWicks.com and viewers like you. If you prefer to check the podcast out and not have to stare at our gorgeous faces, you can check us out on our various auto streaming platforms, which include but are not limited to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Now, Stitcher, Amazon Music, which does include Audible. So for your lowbrow entertainment needs, you can check us out on Audible for free. And all we ask in return is that if you listen to us there, just uh, leave, us a, leave us a review if you like the show. And if you don't like the show, send us a private message and tell us how we're fucking up so that we can do better. You're probably wrong, but we'll read it. And as always, if you're checking us out on the old YouTube, whether you're watching the live stream or uh, just the video itself, after the fact, like, share, and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you get notified of all of our videos, which include, but are not limited to, clips from the podcast so you don't necessarily have to watch the whole thing, but why would you not want to? I mean, because it's awesome, and we never, ever get off track, and we always keep it, you know, we're always 100% serious and never, ever make fun of anyone or anything. Always straight lace. Um, and then to come, we're going to be doing some other things that's going to be happening, including how to install a Bobcat Miner, apparently. That'll actually be a pretty entertaining video because I can see that becoming a clusterfuck real quick. <laughs> <laughs> just like everything. Yeah, just like everything. Nothing ever goes smoothly. That's, that's another that's lesson you'll learn. We don't, we don't care about structure. No. Structure's not fun. Structure's not fun. But the thing is, we've we got to make sure that it all comes out correctly and you understand what you're doing, so you put it together and you make some money. It's St. Patrick's Day somewhere. Actually, it's no no <laughs> fucking fighting. No fucking fighting. It's my wedding day. If you haven't seen Peaky Blinders, you don't know what that is. Anyway, in the words of the critical drinker, "Well, that's all I've got for today. Go away now. We're fucking done. All right, <laughs> hold on.
I gotta get out of this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> oh, we, we were supposed to be out already. <laughs> no, I'm no, Ron Burgundy. 